Hello, and welcome to Lucas Lectures, hosted by the big fish himself, veteran Lucas. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's topic. Hello, everybody. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day or night. Welcome to another Lucas Lectures uh, update from Japan. Uh, as it gets cooler, I'm realizing that fall is nice. But winter is not. I'm very cold and I'm very sad. I'm just a poor Florida boy trying to stay warm. But the good news is Christmas is coming. And while I can't be with my family, which is slowly ripping me apart, being in a country where fried chicken and cake are the norm when eating any sort of Christmas meal, that's a go in my book. Look it up. 1970s, KFC did a marketing campaign. And now almost every household e here eats fried chicken. It's insane. And I'm about that life. Now, today's episode, I'll be honest, I was going to do one on weights. I recorded it and thought, you know, I don't like it. And I don't want you guys to get anything I don't like. So I went to plan B. I wanted to talk about something that was a bit more technical. I wanted to talk about TMs and HMs. Because they've been a part of the games, manga, anime, and trading cards since the very beginning. Uh, the moves may change over time, but the effects remain the same. Every TM has a move that a Pokemon can learn. Within a few seconds, that Pokemon knows a brand new move it can fight with or use to help you get around. And until recently, the TMs just kind of broke after you used them. So for this episode, we are going to look at the designs of TMs over the years. Uh, we're going to compare TMs and HMs to real-world learning technology and what that means for our future. And we're going to see the types of moves that could actually be learned from a method similar to what they're describing, similar to popping a CD in and learning something just like that. So first things first, HMs cannot be forgotten because you could easily mess up and do something terribly stupid and get something, get something like, I don't know, stuck on an island somewhere. That's why you can't remove them. It's, it's not a feature I'm going to be looking into. So for this episode, I consider HMs and TMs the same thing. Now, Bulbapedia is a delightful resource for looking up fun pictures, and if you look up TMs, they actually have a list of the TMs and what they've looked like over time. And they've looked like everything from bracelets to weird boxes where you put the Pokeball in to literally a powder where you can sprinkle it on someone's head. Uh, the most common one that most people know is the ones that look like CDs or floppy disks, and there's even um, the Pokemon Go ones that looks like the schematics to some weird prop in a Star Trek spinoff. Like, they just randomly have it here, Pokemon, read, and they learn the move. Now, if we're going to decide which one would be the best design for it, uh, let's look at if this for how it would work for a human. So just like humans, each Pokemon probably has a different learning style that allows it to learn in a more efficient manner. Every one of you listening has a different learning style. Some of you learn through audio. Those are the people who get the most out of this podcast, while others are going to be more visual learners. So these are the people who, if you watch a video of something, you're going to be able to understand it a little bit better. You'll have your kinesthetic learners. One of my best friends is a kinesthetic, where you literally give him an Ikea furniture, and he's that psychopath who doesn't look at the instructions. He just pieces it together by hand, and that's how he figures his way out. Pokemon probably work the same way. A Machop is not going to want to read Star Trek schematics to learn how to punch something. It's probably just going to want to keep trying to punch something until it gets a new punch. But a Kadabra, not really one for doing much physical labor, would probably be like, sweet, a book, or sweet, something I can listen to. 
the powder TM is actually from the manga. And what the picture shows is someone literally cracking open a container, the powder being sprinkled onto someone's head. And I don't know if it's magic powder or some sort of spice or nanobots being poured into your skull. But when a small container of random powder is handed over to small children and the person walks away after collecting their money, that's not exactly PG. Plus, given that grass types aren't affected by powder moves anymore, wouldn't work on everything. Uh, most Pokemon do have a sense of vision and hearing, or combination of the two. Uh, the CDs and the flash drive style, that would probably be the best that would work for teaching Pokemon and humans something new, because it could hold not just visual data, it can also hold auditory data, it can give instructions via like a book style where they can read it, so it's the most versatile for getting out a certain move. Next up, let's see if you could actually learn how to breathe fire or throw a punch from a CD. Could you actually pop in a CD, have your Pokemon learn it via watching or listening, and then they can breathe a stream of fire that roasts everything alive? The answer is yes and no. Learning is not something you can do just by observing someone doing it on YouTube. You can't learn to play guitar just by watching YouTube. Think of it like this. Imagine if someone really did want to learn guitar via only YouTube. Let's say he had a date he needed to impress in two days, and he wanted to learn how to play Wonderwall. I know it's a terrible song, but for some reason, we all love it. Every one of you listening loves Wonderwall, at least that one verse. But if he doesn't actually have a guitar on hand, if he doesn't have a practice schedule or a good night's sleep, the video is next to useless. The same with Pokemon. While you could have a video or an audio playing, if they're not actively practicing it, then it ain't going to be working out. To fix that, real-world science is trying to take steps ahead for different reasons. Uh, we've honestly learned the hard way that person-to-person -person interaction is one of the best forms of education we have. We've seen it during the pandemic, and I would guess that test scores and general academic skills for our students around the world are going to go down based on how they've been stuck learning. Person-to-person -person interaction is not only a social way of understanding things, but it's also very important to gaining the education that you require. But if you wanted to replace it, we can go back to our good, terrifying billionaire Lex Luthor, Elon Musk. Because Elon Musk and others like him, have we've mentioned before, want to put chips in our brain. Now, I don't mean for that to sound as insidious as it is, because it's not, if you drop all ethical questions aside, just for a little bit. Uh, the idea is that with AI approaching, humans are going to have to find a way to survive because the AI can outdo us. So instead of downgrading the AI so that way it can't fight back, upgrade humans. So they can fight back. The idea from a bare minimum level is to have a chip installed in your brain that can give you knowledge a lot more quickly. You can stimulate the brain in such a way that it can retain knowledge that you did not learn previously. I got to say, that sounds like it would be one heck of a headache at first. But imagine the ability to go onto a site and plug yourself in and download for a cost the ability to play guitar and learn it in like a few minutes or even a few hours or even while you slept and you'd be able to pick up that skill. Now obviously this is a long long way away but it's one of the applications people are looking into. It could completely change how we gain knowledge and it is something worth keeping an eye on. I mean it is something that you could probably find pretty useful if you wanted to quickly gain information 
I mean, it would put people like me out of business, but hey, don't threaten me with progress. I'll get out of the way. I'll let it roll over me if it means people can have better lives. But again, that's just me. The other one that we would tend to be dealing with is um, the ability to learn while you sleep. And the reason I laugh is because when I was first in the States looking up how to speak Japanese, I like looking for videos because I'm a visual learner. I like watching videos to learn stuff. And there are so many videos of, hi, this is 10 hours. Listen to this and you'll learn Japanese. You'll be speaking like a native in no time. And you can, I can hear your eyes rolling from here and how dumb that is, but it's not as dumb. It's still dumb, but it's not as dumb. You do have a learning process while you sleep. It is actually incredibly important to the learning process that you get enough sleep in order to recharge and to better calibrate your memories. There's so many different theories on that, but I'm not a sleep scientist, so I won't go into all of them here. Now, the studies that they've done have found that you can do something like conditioning. So someone played a noise and then released a bad smell while they were asleep, wake them up, randomly play the sound, and they hold their breath because they think the smell is coming. So you can condition while people sleep. Uh, but then, of course, you can go a little bit further when it comes to language, just a little bit. They, there are a group of people who made a fake language and had people take a test, like just to guess what they think the word would be. Then they played some of those words while they slept, and they did score better. They scored a lot better on the test, but it's still not enough. Obviously, you're not going to be able to pick up language structure, vocabulary, and grammar while you sleep, not to mention the fact that disturbing your sleep cycle with noise is not a good idea. So if you want to learn another language or anything like that, you got to work hard. You just got to keep working and studying and eventually you'll get it. Wakarimasu ka? Understand? Good. So uh, one thing I do want to add to the last one, almost forgot it, with the whole AI chip in your brain thing, Sounds like it's far, far away, but I forgot to mention that we currently do have simple chips that are improving the hearing for the deaf. So you'll actually see people with that setup where it's hit into the back of their skulls, where that's actually improving hearing. I actually have some of my students who have that technology. And you have um, some deep brain stuff, some extreme ones that are dealing with the symptoms of Parkinson's. Again, those are very simple. They have one job. They're not being going to download any late songs or any video games into your brain. Moving on. What moves could you learn? from a disc. What Pokemon loot moves, let's say you downloaded it into your Pokemon Rotom phone, you showed it to your Pokemon, it's either a video or a song or something they can read and go over, even if it's just pictures, and they can just figure it out. You only can learn moves that are based on what the body can do. So example, I have fists, so I can learn how to throw a punch differently. But if I want to learn Metal Claw, I can't just think it through and then grow Metal Claws. I'm going to have to grow my claws and make them stronger first before I can use the technique. Same with Flamethrower or Ice Beam. The Pokemon has the natural ability to do it, but you're going to have to practice bringing out that ability to the surface. You can't just put a video and say, hi, breathe fire harder. Because believe me, the Pokemon probably figured that out already. As you level up, it probably would just allow it to produce more fire. But here are some of the TMs that would be possible. So let's start off with our Rain Dance and Sword Dance. Because people can learn how to dance on YouTube. People have. There's wonderful videos of someone learning to dance on YouTube just from watching a year of video. Not perfect, but it is a great way of them learning the moves to actually be able to summon the rain or pump themselves up. Uh, shout out to Avatar The Last Airbender 2 because it shows through the first season that with a scroll that practices waterbending, 
I mean, I don't see too much of a difference with rain dance. You just learn how to do the movements and be able to control the water with your mind. Next up, dynamic punch, which was a TM back in the day. Uh, fighting is like dancing, but with more contact and less blood and tears. Uh, learning how to throw a special punch and kick is 100% in the realm of possibility. You can learn how to throw a proper technique or draw energy from the punch if you practice over and over again, but actually seeing the technique would be pretty useful to trying to see how that could actually work out. Uh, next up are moves like Thief. So Thief, uh, if, if you've ever played the Elder Scrolls games, you know that you can find a book, open it up, and you automatically know how to pickpocket. Well, there are literally YouTube videos where you can go and look up how to pickpocket and how to steal things. Please don't go to them. Please, I don't want your internet history to be questioned by the FBI. Uh, say, oh, the Pokemon podcast told me to learn how to steal. Yeah, that's not a good look for me. If you need to learn the technique on how to do it, though, watching it and learning it might take time, but they'd be able to actually pull that off. Uh, next one, really love this one, uh, pun intended, uh, attract. The art of seduction is a worthy weapon. Go back in political history and geopolitical history, you are going to find that a lot of battles were won by people learning the right things to say and the right people to meet. Um, I would love to see how this TM looked because my money is on it would be looking like a trashy romance novel or it's just the movie Hitch starring Will Smith, which is a guilty pleasure of mine. Love that movie. Will Smith, when he's allowed to be charismatic, looking at you after Earth, Looking at you, allowed to be charismatic, Will Smith, whole lot of fun. Uh, last one I wanted to add was workout. Relatively new TM, but learning how to work out properly so you can boost your attack and defense would be pretty useful for a Pokemon. And anyone who goes to the gym, any gym rats out there who love to get swole, who love to work out, it makes them feel good, makes them feel healthy, they'll tell you, you better learn how to work out properly, either from a friend showing you or watching someone actually doing it from uh, any sort of TV or audio or whatever. I do have a very small list of TMs that should not be TMs. And they are things, there's pretty much only two categories. Um, you have roost and headbutt, because these are moves you really should not need help learning. If you don't know how to sit and take a nap or run your head into a tree, you've already got some issues that your Pokemon needs to deal with. And moves like self-destruct and explosion because I really don't want to see the video of, hey, uh, hey, Golem, come here, come here, I want to show you something. Here, I want you to do this. Golem looks, <coughs> uh, 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 Golem, no, come back, please, I don't want you to die, no. That would be horrifying to show up Pokemon. Hey, can you do me a favor? Yeah, just blow yourself up. You'll be fine, I promise. You'll just faint. Like, I wouldn't believe them. I would roll my butt away. Uh, so, long story short, to get to the end of this, in the future, you may get a chance to plug a real-life TM into your brain. But for now, stick to finding the best ways you can learn. Through touch, visual, audio, reading, combinations of them, everyone learns a little bit differently. Pokemon would probably learn the same way. You show them the video, or the audio, or anything, and you have them practice it over time. Eventually, they're able to shoot fire and throw mega punches. Other than that, it does take a lot of hard work, a lot of determination, the right teachers. To learn a move or to learn an ability takes time. It's all it's going to take for now, unless Elon Musk gets really evil and really smart real fast. We are not going to be learning through TMs anytime soon. If you want to pick up another language, I'm trying to do that now. Books, practice, and finding someone to talk to are the best things you need. I hope you guys had a good time with this one. I will want to give 
one special shout out to our new Patreon, Jordan. Jordan, I hope you're listening. Your money has helped keeping this afloat and helped making sure that when I come back, we'll be able to actually go to conventions. When we hopefully can get a vaccine going, we can feel safe going and meeting everybody at the conventions. Your input is going to help create that. And you're helping us keep this show going. I love all of our fans. Our patrons are the ones who truly keep us going. And that's something I cannot thank you enough. I had no idea anyone would actually pay to listen to me talk. In fact, my brother bet me money that no one would pay to listen to me talk. And now he owes me money. Take that, Miguel. All right, guys, have a wonderful rest of your day or night. Enjoy the rest of your time. And if I don't get a chance to say it, please have a happy Thanksgiving to all my Americans. And to all the people who are listening in Japan, all three of you, we get a three-day weekend right after Thanksgiving. Go USA. See you, everybody. Peace.